This is Untapped Power, insights and wisdom for collective transformation in the yoga community. I am your host, Amanda Shermie, a registered yoga teacher and financial coach working with you to redefine success and gain confidence in your business and in your life. This podcast serves as a sacred space with a new way forward to speak the truth about the yoga industry and to build a business and life that is defined on your terms. Join me for intentional conversations as we navigate the industry and explore the changing path ahead. We will dive into personal challenges, industry improvements, and financial stability, providing you with the tools to expand, grow, and create. I believe one of the greatest gifts we can give to the world is tapping into all of our personal power so we can collectively raise the vibration together. Are you ready to join the conversation? Now let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome back. Happy Friday. So glad you're here again with me on the show. I'm excited to share with you another episode today. Um, And we're going to talk all about creativity. And this is a topic that I absolutely love because there's so many dynamics to it. And lately on the show, I've been sharing um, some of the past few episodes related to to your finances, how you deal with your external validation and the connection to your money, and then showing up in support to other entrepreneurs. And both of those topics are, I feel like, so essential and so important. So if you haven't listened to those episodes, I encourage you to go back in to check those out. And uh, today will be a little bit different. When we think of, of creativity and how we access our creativity, I think there is some... Um, there's some interesting conversation around that, and it doesn't always connect directly to to our financial success. You know, our creativity is sometimes something that is our own, something that we we hold that may not be able to have an outward value in the world, and so it can be a little more challenging to to talk about it and to have a conversation about it because it can be hard to quantify what it means to to be creative and. I think it's important because when we understand how we access our creativity, how we are able to use our creativity, it can then ripple into those other areas in different ways. So although our creativity might not be able to be monetized, quote unquote, I do believe that it allows us to become more aware of ourselves. It allows us to see ourselves a little bit differently when we know the ways in which we're able to use our creativity and also the ways in which we may need to take a break from our creativity. And so in in today's episode, I really want to tap into knowing when your creativity is the best option or when it's better to take a break from your creativity and to Put yourself more into a routine of discipline and ongoing habits that may not be as creative. Uh, And why I believe uh, trusting ourselves is really the key in understanding when is the right time to access our creativity. So when you think about your your creativity, it can come in so many different forms. When we think about uh, our work or our personal life, right, it's Sometimes we think of, of creativity in the regard of, of spontaneity, of doing things differently, um, 
and, and thinking of something new. And I think that's not always the only way to be creative. Uh, there are so many different ways that we can look to ourselves to be creative. And our creativity really comes, like I said, from this place of really trusting yourself, of listening into your, your intuition and knowing when it's right to do something a little bit different, to try something new, to experiment, um, to go after the things that you desire. And there are also those times when it's it may be a better place for you to not be creative and to stay in the places you know, the familiar, and to seek out more balance and support within yourself, more peace, more stillness. One is not better than the other. I think in our world so often, I notice this for myself, I will have these moments and they happen quite often for me. I think that when I when I dive into my own personal share here and think of the ways in which I work in my business and in my life, I have moments where I have some creativity within me. And then I have moments where I don't feel that urge. And what I've noticed over time is what I used to do is I would beat myself up for not being creative, for not having that creative urge all the time. Because what would happen was I would look around when I wasn't feeling creative and I would see other people that I felt were being really creative. And then I would feel even less creative and I would feel more blocked and I would feel in this place of comparison and judgment. And so I began the practice of really honoring myself and my cycles. So when I feel creative, I access into that. I look at the ways in which I can do things differently or put content out there or connect with people or the ways that feel feel charged to me. And when I'm not feeling creative, I come back into peace and stillness within myself and I don't force it. I don't compare myself to what other people are doing or, or thinking I should be more creative. I really honor the place that I'm in and I give in to my routines. I come back to the discipline of my practices because I know that those continue to nourish me and support me and that sometimes I don't need to reinvent the wheel. I don't need to create something new. The creating of something new can often be just another distraction. So I, I have to strike that balance within myself. And I've learned that it really is an ebb and a flow. There's times for creativity and there's times for pulling back. And even in the example of, of teaching, right? Teaching yoga classes, because I think this comes up often, you know, the desire to put out new creative content all the time. And then we go back into, you know, the teachings of Patanjali and the Yoga Sutras. And um, I'm not recalling exactly which, which specific sutra, but when walking through that example of, you know, the teacher that comes in and says, I must teach something new every week. My students expect it. They're paying for it. They come and they want something new. But here I am with you. And each week I come in and you you give the same Dharma talk and you talk about the same practices and the same, you know, principles and and everyone enjoys it. And so why do I continue to put something out there new or feel that the urge? And when there is this, this monetary money attached to it, we can tend to think of it as that we have to continue to create, that our creativity is driven by the idea that we will make more money if we're more creative. And I don't necessarily believe that that's true. When we pull back the curtain on that, when we start to take a look at that, 
We require just the same amount of being still, of noticing, of observing. And so much can happen in that space as well. There isn't a guarantee that if I'm more creative, I make more money. And it is harder actually to be still than to be in that place sometimes of creation for a lot of us. And so I invite you to look at that for yourself, to start to investigate where am I forcing my creativity? Where is my creativity coming naturally? How am I accessing my creativity? And why is it so important to me to be doing or creating? And if it is challenging for you to be still, to pull back and to notice, ask yourself that question as well. What is causing me to resist not doing, to resist doing something new? Because we aren't meant to continue to do and do and do and create and create and create. There is a time for just being, for for noticing, for observing. And when we look at nature, when we look at the cycles of the, the world around us, we can see how evident that is that there isn't always this continual creating. There is times where there's stillness, where there's nourishment, where there's observation. And then there's times of flourishing and creating. And finding that time for you, finding that space where you notice where your creativity is at its peak and working into those cycles in your way is most important. Not the way of those around you, not the calendar cycles, so not creating in January because it's the beginning of the new year or different times when marketing feels like it's a good time to create, but really listening to you. What is it that you need for you to be your most creative self, to explore and to and to do in the ways that are going to be most intuitive to you and to your heart? And so I invite you into that practice with yourself and to see what feels most aligned and to trust it and to move forward with it and to use your creativity as a place of exploration as you move into this week and maybe the weeks ahead. I'll see you soon. Thank you for joining this week's episode of Untapped Power. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave a review. I would love to hear your insights and wisdom. If you are a yoga teacher interested in being a participant on the podcast, please reach out directly. I am always looking for new voices and perspectives. As a financial coach, I work with clients individually who are in the yoga industry and are looking to gain clarity and awareness around your finances. If this is you, then reach out to schedule your free connection call. All information can be found at amandastroni.com. As always, continue to stand confidently in your power, use your voice, and allow your heart to be free. Until next time.